Welcome to the Mitre 10 Cup Show Round 3. Yes, I'll be going through all the games, uh, giving you an update as to what went on. We'll also have a look at the, how that's altered the standings in the uh, tables for both the Premiership and the Championship. Um, and then we'll have a look at Round 4 as well. Might also throw in some interesting bits of news uh, as, as we go along. So the weekend kicked off with Hawks Bay versus Otago. Actually, before we get to that, sorry that this one is late. And also, it's a solo show. Normally, uh, I would have a guest with me. But this evening, um, but because of uh, various things that got in the way, uh, the show is a couple of days late. And sorry, yeah, it's just me, myself, and I this time. So kicking us off, we had Hawks Bay versus Otago. Uh, that finished 29-21. I had Hawks Bay by 10. Uh, so let's be honest, pretty much what we were expecting, I guess, from the uh, from, from the scoreline. Um, the first 10 minutes was all magpies. Uh, and uh, But they were just 18 phases, went over, uh, dropped the ball over the line, etc. Eventually a line-out mall and they got themselves 2-7-0 up. Otago came straight back, actually, which was really kind of what they needed, let's be honest, after being under the uh, cosh like that, uh, with a great Purdy break. Henry Purdy, ex-Gloucester -Glo ex, um, uh, uh, rugby player from the Gallagher, from the, yeah, the Gallagher Premiership, uh, going to go play for Coventry um, after this in the Championship up there in the UK, or in England, sorry. Um, but uh, a, a knock-on meant there was a disallowed try, uh, but then again, fr from that... Uh, the five meter scrum they managed to go over uh, and even things up from there Hawks Bay really dominated the rest of the first half and uh, led 17 nil sorry 17 7 with the line out more working and you've got to say at that point you're thinking yeah this is all over uh, this is um, Hawks uh, Hawks Bay two more line out malls um, and a player off um, uh, with, with a player off the back of them quite often uh, would try for Otago uh, and it all looked to be um uh, to have the have the game in the bag, um, but uh, Otago dominated the second half and failed to score um, enough points uh, and, and or score points until the um, seven minutes uh, and two tries made for an exciting finish at 29-21. So um, line up more from the Hawks Bay uh, were what looked like it was all over. And then Otago came back in that last kind of uh, ten minutes or so, and I say it got close, but not quite. Um, they didn't get quite close enough. Uh, so 29-21 in the end. Uh, Otago, uh, a team that sort of um, seems that the Ramphilly Shield has meant that they're concentrating on their home form rather than their away form, uh, either subconsciously or consciously. Uh, and uh, yeah, this weekend they've got Manawa 2 coming up. Um, but after that, I think it's Taranaki. And it gets, that's going to be kind of difficult for them. Um, absolute cracking game the following night. Wellington... Um, 23, Canterbury 22. And I'm looking, and I've not got any notes in here at all um, about so I'm going to do this one from memory uh, entirely. But basically, what happened here was Wellington got, got themselves out into a lead, and Canterbury came back, but weren't, but couldn't quite close the um, gap quite enough. I had Canterbury by three. I thought they would have enough to see off Wellington, uh, but no. Congratulations to Wellington. Uh, they really managed to. Uh, get an important win there and make it three losses on the trot for um, Canterbury. Uh, and that's got to be one of their worst starts in, well, living memory, uh, in, in just for, for, in, in just or maybe even their worst start ever. Because um, I think it was 96 was the last time that they actually lost two on the trot, their opening two games. So uh, now they've lost three. Uh, this weekend, 
Um, they should rectify that, but we'll get on to that all later. Um, Tasman 102, uh, well, let's be honest, uh, this was all Tasman, wasn't it? 64-3 um, uh, was the final score. Tasman absolutely um, thrashed Manor 2. Uh, again, we've got a crossover game here between a Premiership team and a Championship team. Uh, the best team in the Premiership probably, uh, well, they've won all the games so far, uh, at home. I mean, everything was stacked against Manor 2. Uh, they had... Uh, Hemapo back from the All Blacks, but that's but they were told that he had to come off at half time. Uh, that's not been made official, but he came off at half time, and there's no other reason why he would do if they hadn't been told that. Uh, and one of the the one of the things I do know is that when the All Blacks release back to the provinces, they are told how long they can play for. Uh, you'll notice in some of the other games. So um, Luke Jacobson, for example, came off at 59 minutes. My 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 guess they were said he could play for an hour. Um, <laughs> Hemapo was told he could play for half a, half a game, um, and, and that's when he um, came off. Uh, in the second half, Manoa 2 stopped kicking the ball away, but they still couldn't break down the Tasman defence um, and basically got caught on the uh, the counter-attack and then also the scrum, uh, get a penalty on the scrum, go to the line-out more and, and try. Uh, that uh, Tasman pack is really kind of strong. Uh, so, yes, hard day at the office for Manoa 2, uh, as we kind of expected, but let's be honest, they are, prob they are probably the second-weakest team in the competition. Um, another crossover between the Premiership and the Championship saw Auckland take on Bay of Plenty. Uh, I had Auckland by five and they ended up winning it by six, 19-13. Um, but you've got to say, great start by uh, Bay of Plenty um, as the uh, the fours bashed over after a tier-tier break. And tier-tier is, is, is one of their key players, um, let's be honest. The... And but you've got to say that Auckland perhaps got a, a little bit, um, uh, well, uh, a bit silly in this game, of course, um, because the, um, the, it's, uh, the, the the Auckland offloading in their own scrum, in, in goal area, um, seriously, just hold on to it, put it down uh, and go for, uh, and, and give up the, the, the five-meter scrum rather than... Um, uh, well, actually, they, they, they ended up going to go five minutes scrum. Um, Bay of Plenty forgot to get uh, well, failed to get pay, um, points out of that, uh, even though they had they had the strongest scrum. Rico Wani got an intercept after that, and suddenly went out to nineteen seven. You're thinking, hey, um, that's all over. But the, some worrying signs for Auckland. That was on twenty six minutes. They didn't score again in the rest of the game. Uh, so nearly an hour's worth of, or fifty minutes worth of play. Uh, well, more than fifty minutes worth of play. Um, and they didn't manage to score. Bay of Plenty were getting breaks, but they, they but they were dropping the ball. Uh, Tia Tia got uh, a yellow card, uh, quite rightly, uh, when he took out Clark, uh, Clark in the air. Um, and uh, Bay of Plenty dominated the second half, uh, but their line-out really did fall to pieces, um, which killed opportunities. They, I said they got it close at 19-13, uh, but not close enough, and Auckland managed to get out, uh, get out of jail with that one, probably. Um, then counties versus Waikato. I was at this one. Um, this one finished uh, 26-31 to Waikato. So Waikato got the win. I was going for counties here. Uh, but so, no, well done, um, uh, Waikato on this one. Uh, and basically, this was one where Waikato got out to the lead uh, and then tied towards the end uh, and counties um, came back into it. Um, the... Uh, and to be to be fair, that uh, Waikato, I mean, they opened the scoring on um, seven minutes, uh, but uh, off, a, off a turnover against a run of play. Uh, but they can strike like that, and they and they, they really did. 
Um, to be fair, uh, counties um, uh, even things up, but then two more tries uh, before half time, and it was 7 21 at half time. Uh, they added another one straight after the half uh, with uh, Hamilton Berg getting his second try uh, in his debut season. So second try in three games. Uh, he'll be really happy with how he's going uh, to, to make it. to, And it went out to 7.31. You're thinking on the hour mark, it's done and dusted. It's a nice, comfortable win for Waikato. Congratulations. Well done. But they really tied towards the end and, and, and allowed three tries in the space of, uh, uh, well, of, of about 15 minutes. And suddenly, um, Waikato are, well, uh, are kind of, it's, it's, it's getting close. Uh, they managed to see it out in the last few minutes um, with the, the, the line-out more trials on 77 minutes. They managed to see out the last three minutes of the game. But you've got to say, uh, yeah, counties really did come back into this one. Uh, Waikato will be looking at the uh, yeah how they finish that, that, that last 20 minutes. Had a chat with the coach quite often when you talk to the coaches after the game and that kind of thing happens. They talk about how they lost their shape when they bring players on. I suggested that might have been the case. And he was like, nah, um, some of my players just uh, looked really fatigued and were really, really tired. So interesting that, uh, yeah, that they've got that sort of problem. Now, they had a couple of players coming back uh, for the first time. So Luke, um, not Luke, um, uh, the number four. I've gone blank. I interviewed him as well. Uh, <laughs> so um, so they had a couple of players coming back from um uh, from injuries, the first game's back, so perhaps that was part of it uh, as well. You can go check out those interviews. They're obviously on the the channel. Also talked to um, uh, one of the one of the county's players who plays in Major League Rugby. So if you want to have a view of uh, or have listen to what it's like uh, over there, then have a chat with. Then check out that um, uh, that interview. I say it's on the channel. Uh, I had a chat with him. Uh, he plays for Seattle Saracens, who have won a couple of championships over there. After that, we had Taranaki versus Northland. Um, I had Taranaki by seven. I thought Northland would struggle to go down there. Ended up being a much larger victory for Northland, for, for Taranaki. 52-19. Really great start by Taranaki in the championship as they look to bounce back after getting relegated last year. Um, and really, this was a massive lesson in how to play with the wind. Northland just did not play with the wind well in the first half. Um, they held on to the ball a lot, uh, which can be a good thing. But if you've got the wind at your back, why not just force the opposition to play out of their 22 the whole time? They didn't do that, uh, whereas um, Taranaki did that in the second half to them, uh, really showed them, showed them how to play some uh, some, some, some proper, uh, say, uh, windy rugby. Uh, good play by Triple T. Um, unfortunately for Taranaki, they lost... Um, uh, Kimi Naholo, so the younger of the two Naholo brothers, uh, the two um, who were playing in this game, we had Wazaki Naholo on the other side. Uh, they lost him to injury early on, which is a real shame. Uh, so hopefully, I mean, last last season, we saw him in a moon boot uh, in pre-season. So hope, really bad luck for him um, to, to be going early in the season again. So hopefully he, could, he, he that wasn't too bad. Um, there were a couple of late tries, and this was 45-7 um, at... Uh, the uh, the 62 minute mark. So I mean, Northland really were not in this game at all, uh, and uh, it looks starting to look like a bit of a long season for Northland after we had them down as potentially being uh, playoff uh, contenders. Uh, final game was Southland versus North Harbour. Um, I had North Harbour by 10. That's perhaps a bit generous. Um, it ended up being 12-33, so a 22 point, sorry, 21 point win for North Harbour um, in that game, uh, and. Yeah, the, the, they, there were a bunch of changes um, for Harbour after that loss that they made to um, 
uh, the, the previous weekend. Uh, so uh, yeah, a few, a few, a few changes in there. Also, Southend losing Marty McKenzie really was a big blow for them. Um, and Southend uh, were really tenacious in that first half. They held it to seven all. Uh, to be fair to them, but it was due to them being tenacious, not because. Uh, they were a dominating play at all. They're really, um, really good defence uh, in there. And we know, and I mean, Southampton, you expect to get some scores because they can counter-attack. They, they have got some good, good ball players, but you expect them to also ship points. Um, and unfortunately, that's really what happened in the second half is that um, Harbour got a couple of um, tries, took control of the game. Um, as uh, Southampton uh, just didn't get their matchups, didn't get their alignment right on defence, uh, which led led those those led led, led those tries. And Southend also losing a player had been, um, and you think, well, this is where it's all going to happen. But no, Harbour totally lost their composure at that point <laughs> and allowed Southend um, to uh, to score and and um, uh, to, to 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 actually come back into the game. And you're thinking that's yeah, it's totally against what should have happened. Northland at that point, uh, sorry, North Harbour at that point should have just closed things out. Um, but they didn't. Uh, the I mean, they, they they won it from there, so no no big no big loss or no big deal. So how does that see things then? Uh, that means that in the Premiership we've got Tasman, who are top of the table on fourteen with three wins. Close behind them, Auckland are with two wins and a draw, are on twelve points. Um, Waikato, perhaps a bit of a surprise here, up in third on ten points, really going well uh, so far making the, um, this season. Uh, the, interesting enough, they've won their two games in the Premiership against Premiership opposition. The game they've lost was against uh, champion, the, the crossover championship one. So um, a bit of surprise there. North Harbour um, up in fourth with that on nine points, win, draw and a loss. Counties Manukau sit behind also on nine points. Um, then you have Wellington on seven and Canterbury with those three losses on just three points. One of the things that's going to that uh, today we had the announcement of the All Black squad, and one of the things that Hansen mentioned out of that was players that weren't included in the All Black squad. Uh, there, the there isn't a set injury list. It's players playing in minor ten cup. So, if players such as Owen Franks, um, Jackson Hemapo, Liam Squire, for example, who are all going overseas after every World Cup, if they don't make themselves available for the minor ten cup they're not going to be available to get called up into that Rugby World Cup squad. So expect play, expect them to come back in. Expect Canterbury to get some uh, Owen Franks back in. Uh, that'll help strengthen their scrum, um, obviously, and give them more depth um, as well. Uh, scarily enough for uh, Tasman, <laughs> um, they're going to have uh, uh, Braden Enor is back for them as well. I think he's with Tasman, isn't he? Not with Canterbury. Um, Looking down into the championship, Taranaki, three wins, no losses on 14 points. Hawks Bay, three wins and a draw on 13 points, just one point behind. And then you've got Bay of Plenty on two wins and a loss on 11 points. Those three are the three that are going to find it out for the championship. Uh, you've, you've got to say they'll, they'll all be in the playoffs. Otago currently in fourth on five points. They're already six points behind Bay of Plenty. Um, Northland on four points. Manawatu on just the one point and... and um, Southland, the only team with no points so far on zero. Heading into it uh, this weekend, what have we got? You can check out my um, longer form predictions or written predictions at drivingmall.com if you want to, uh, but I'll just quickly run through them. Wellington versus Counties Manicow, and obviously Wellington, uh, not obviously, but Wellington will have um, Fafita back, you'd expect, um, as he hasn't got included in that uh, All Blacks thing. 
Still, um, I'm backing counties by three on this one. I think their scrum really could do a, do do um, do a job um, against Wellington. That's one of their strengths. Obviously, Wellington's weakness, and it's one of the, it's a bad matchup, I think, for Wellington. Otago versus Manor Two. This is a Ramfilly Shield defence. Manor Two. We've already said uh, three losses, just that one bonus point. Shipped um, have a minus eighty-two point. Uh, points difference. Why? Because they've only scored 26 points. They're the lowest scoring team in the competition um, by far. They just can't score points. Um, and uh, so, yep, expect uh, yeah, Targo to win that one. Canterbury versus Southland. Well, hey, uh, the two teams uh, who haven't, or two of the two of the three teams who haven't won a game yet this season, um, Canterbury by 15. Come on. Um, Southland, they sure they do score some points, um, but they just ship points too. Uh, and uh, so, so yes, uh, expect um, uh, an easy win for Canterbury there to get themselves get their season kick started at last. Northland host Hawks Bay. Uh, I would have backed Northland preseason, but they really have disappointed. They've not um, delivered what I thought they could do. And again, they're another one of these sides that just ship points. Um, they've shipped 112 points, which is the most out of any team in the competition. So uh, expect um, Hawks Bay are not the most uh, extravagant scoring team, uh, but uh, they don't they don't let in very many either uh, and expect Hawks Bay to get the win there by five. Uh, they're very much a pack orientated line and mall team uh, in, in, in the difference there. Waikato versus Auckland. That's going to be here in uh, in Hamilton at the FMG Stadium. I will be at the game. Perhaps I'm... Uh, getting a little bit carried away with how Waikato have been going. But I'm backing Waikato by five in this one. Uh, so, yes, that's my uh, that's my call. Um, I thought they would have Luke Jacobson back, but they're not going to because he is in the All Black squad. Congratulations to him. Uh, if you want to have a look at uh, that, I've done a video over on the All Blacks edition listing out the squad and then also at 8 p.m. tonight. So in just over an hour's time, we'll have a, an hour-long show talking about the All Black squad. Um, but uh, so yes, so I've uh, gone Waikato by five. Maybe I'm a bit because um, I live in. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm living in the Waikato uh, and uh, kind of that emotional attachment. But let's see um, how that one pans out. Uh, North Harbour versus Bay of Plenty. Um, Bay of Plenty. Uh, I say going really well in the championship, but I think they're going to. Um, this is a crossover game against a Premiership team. North Harbour uh, had a decent enough start. Um, this season. Uh, now, Bay of Plenty score plenty of points. So they score the most points in the championship. Uh, so can North North Harbour's defence cope with that? We'll wait and see. I'm backing North Harbour by three. Uh, I think that crossover could be a step too far for Bay of Plenty. Um, finally, Taranaki versus Tasman. The two teams with three wins. The top of the championship versus top of the of goes and um, hosts top of the premiership. I'm sorry, Taranaki, but this is where the winning run comes to an end. Tasman by 10. Uh, say so back to normal next week, Monday, 8 p.m. for the uh, Minor 10 Cup show. Do join us for that. If you'd like to support the channel, then head uh, become a supporter of the channel and head to patreon.com forward slash driving more. There's a link down below in the notes um, and get exclusive content to, uh, to, to my opinion pieces uh, and other um, videos, uh, special uh, um, videos in there. For example, uh, my interview with a couple of the radio commentators, how they got into commentary, uh, my interviews with some Pro 14 referees who came over to referee in the Meister 10 Cup. Those are available exclusively for Patreon, of, for my supporters um, through that, as well as, say, opinion pieces that are exclusively available to them as well. So please uh, do go there. It's um, it's entirely up to you as to how much you 
um, donate per month. So thank you very much and uh, catch you all later on the All Blacks edition.